0: Welcome to Behind the Schemes, a discussion of how commerce, corruption, and counterfeit cures are destroying our planet's precious wildlife. This is Risha kota Larson with Behind the Schemes, and in this episode, we're getting up close and personal with Sumatran rhinos. History is in the making at the Sumatran Rhino Sanctuary in Indonesia, where Ratu is in the home stretch of her pregnancy. Bill Constant, program officer of the International Rhino Foundation, recently returned from the Sumatran Rhino Sanctuary and shared the latest news with us. So the big question on everybody's mind right now is, how is Ratu doing?
1: Uh, I had the opportunity to meet Ratu for the first time uh, several weeks ago at the Sumatran Rhino Sanctuary, and I can tell you that she's looking great. <laughs> um, and, and based upon some recent ultrasound exams that were conducted by her veterinarian, Dr. Didi uh Ratu's baby is also doing very well.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. You
1: can, you can see that its heartbeat is, is very strong, and she's now entering uh, the 14th month of an anticipated 16-month pregnancy, and all indicators are positive. Good. Uh, A special shelter has been constructed for her and the baby. Uh, Both will be under round-the-clock surveillance via closed-circuit cameras, but they'll still have access daily to a small tract of rainforest where Ratu will be able to browse uh, natural vegetation. Now, Dr. Terry Roth, who's the director of uh, the Cincinnati Zoo Center for Conservation and Research of Endangered Wildlife, uh, recently, spent several days at the sanctuary and reviewed all the, you know, prenatal and postnatal procedures with the um, sanctuary staff. Mm-hmm. But together, they watched video footage of the of the three Sumatran rhino births that have taken place at Cincinnati, which gives the staff a good idea of what to expect.
0: Oh, cool! Um, yeah,
1: and and also in order to make sure that mother and baby receive the best possible uh, care. Uh, IRF is arranging for rhino specialists from the U.S. and Australia to spend time at the sanctuary, both before and after the birth, and thus providing the staff with the benefit of many years of experience with rhino husbandry, veterinary care, and captive breeding.
0: So what was it like to be there and to actually be part of the team monitoring the pregnancy of a Sumatran rhino?
1: Well, fortunately, I I was a, a bystander who had camera in hand and wasn't didn't have any real responsibility, uh, just trying to take a few photos. But for Ratu, it's a it's a pretty standard procedure. She, uh, she comes in and is put in a in a, a squeeze cage. She doesn't mm-hmm. mind that because she's being fed the entire time, so she's getting <laughs> some her favorite foods, and so she'll tolerate it. And this ultrasound was an external one, with sort of the wand being uh, waved a, 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 along her abdomen, so there mm-hmm. was no. Uh, need to, you know, for, for it to be inserted inside her, so it's mm-hmm. probably a lot less um, of an ordeal for her.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And
1: typically, uh, you know, the, the animals that undergo that or any procedure after it's done, they're glad to get out of the enclosure and they, and they, they sort of bolt out and, and, and they might sh- swipe their horn at, at the keeper you know, <laughs> to show that they, they weren't entirely pleased with it, but then they head right back out <laughs> into the forest. Uh, which is kind of neat that, you know, that they have that opportunity that they can run away and play, uh, do whatever they're going to do. And we're, you know, everybody else then sort of moves out from the pen. We're never, we're never in the, we weren't in the forest itself and you're not Mm -hmm. allowed in there with the animals. And as we're walking away, I see Ratu run towards the forest. And I just, I don't know why I thought to call her name. I just, Yelled out Ratu, and I started making grunting sounds. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: it, and she, I don't know what that means in, in Sumatran Rhino language, language, but I don't, I, whatever it meant or whatever, it, it it stopped her, and she turned and came right toward me oh came right gosh. up to the perimeter the fence and started she looked right at me posed I quick started to take some photos because it was really nice with her you know uh, you, you, you thought you were out in the, in the middle of the jungle if you will with with the rhino with oh the backdrop of that, and then as I'm walking along without benefit of making any f- f- further sounds she's following <laughs> me along the fence and wow. very interested in what I was doing so I, I took every opportunity to snap a few photos, and then she started posing. I mean, she really did. Oh my out, gosh! Peek out from the from behind a tree, <laughs> making little, you know, girlish, rhino faces at oh, me. Oh, how
0: I, cute! Um, <laughs> you know, it was
1: it was kind of fun. And well, then the joke of the day was that I had a new girlfriend. Rocky <laughs> was my new girlfriend, and I was the rhino whisperer.
0: Oh my uh,
1: and, gosh. But I really wish I it made me really want to go, I wish I could have just, you know, thrown the camera off and, and and jumped the fence and and run around in the forest with the rhino who seemed to enjoy my company. I don't know.
0: Oh, how fun. Oh my gosh, that's great.
1: It was it was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> what will this birth mean for the future of Sumatran rhinos?
1: That's a that's a good question. This um this is uh, going to be a very symbolic birth in the history of the species. Uh, you know, we are preparing for any eventuality since we are dealing with living creatures. But if all continues to go well and Ratu delivers a healthy calf, we'll have a great deal to celebrate. Wonderful. Yeah, I believe this is the first birth uh, of for Sumatran rhinos at a captive facility in Indonesia. Um, and also it's, it's the result of an international partnership that required Andalus, the young male that was born at the Cincinnati Zoo, to be sent to Indonesia to uh, to jumpstart a captive breeding effort that appeared hopelessly stalled. Um, and this breeds new life into the program in a, in a very big way. Cool. Now, uh, you know, con- confirming that Andalus can successfully impregnate a female also raises the possibility of him mating with the other two females in residence, Rosa and Bina. Uh, and because we've con- uh, collected sperm from Andalus and frozen it, Uh, artificial insemination will become a possibility if he's unable to uh, seal the deal, if you will, with the other girl. (laughs) 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 Now, we've we've also just learned from the Borneo uh, Rhino Alliance that sperm from TAM, the male Sumatran rhino that was captured in Saba, uh, Malaysia, will be made available for artificial insemination attempts with uh, Susie, uh, Andalis's sister. She's currently in residence at the Los Angeles Zoo. Now, that will introduce uh, totally unrelated uh, genetic material to the captive population. And it comes as a result of a genetic analysis that recommends treating the Sumatran rhinos on Borneo and Sumatra as a single breeding population, even though they represent two different subspecies.
0: Mm -hmm. Great. So in
1: combination, all these developments could make the future for the Sumatran rhino significantly brighter.
0: Excellent.
1: Excellent. your viewers and listeners uh, might want to check out my blog, Rhinos Under the Radar, on the IRF website. uh, I've to touch upon a number of um, Sumatran rhino conservation scenarios that could evolve from the upcoming birth.
0: Oh, it's an excellent blog. I read um, your installment that you have on there right now, and I am definitely looking forward to keeping up to date on that. (laughs) Um, And you mentioned uh, that... Andalus has been introduced to Rosa and Bina. How is that going?
1: Well, as we speak, Andalus is being introduced slowly but surely to both Rosa and Bina. Uh, And again, based upon my recent visit, I can report that things are going well. I was able to snap a few photos of his uh, recent interactions with uh, Rosa, in fact, which you can share with the viewers. Uh, It should be noted uh, that a staff at the sanctuary is being very careful to limit physical contact at this point by separating the pair with a, uh, with a steel fence, but that will be removed when they're confident that Andalus and Rose have become used to one another. From what I was able to observe, they're getting along quite well. I'm not certain which sta- at what stage Andalus is with uh, Bina, but a natural mating between the two is still considered a possibility.
0: Oh, that's very exciting. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Um, And can you give us an update on what's going on with the Javan rhinos?
1: Sure. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to visit Ujung Kulon National Park last month uh, during the trip to Indonesia. Um, But the Javan rhino study and conservation area was discussed in detail at a meeting of the Asian rhino specialist group in Jakarta. We viewed video that was taken by camera traps strategically placed in the park, and the results were were very, very impressive. Oh, good. The, cur- the current estimates are that there are somewhere between 35 and 44 Javan rhinos uh, remaining in Ujian Kulon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the lower figure, in fact, uh, may soon be verified by independent analysis of the tape, which appear to feature 35 individual animals including four females perhaps five females with calves.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: Um, And as I recall, there was also at least one adult pair captured on film which also bodes well for breeding within that very small population.
0: Oh good, more baby rhinos please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: It's important to note that the, the camera trap study actually sampled only a small percentage of the park's area because the cameras were located uh, at spots that were selected based upon what biologists considered to be the best available job in rhino habitat. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a chance that the unsampled areas may still hold undetected rhinos.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So we're going to increase the number of camber traps and expand the study area. Great. Now, we are, there's also reports from the rhino protection units there that indicate Animals are. Javan rhinos are beginning to move into the, the study and conservation area, where these in, the invasive palms have been removed and rhino food plant species have been planted. So, I'm hoping and uh, that we'll have some good news to share about the uh, Javan rhinos in the months ahead.
0: Oh, me too. Um, you mentioned rhino protection units. Can you tell us about the rhino protection units?
1: Sure. Uh, the, I think. Um, your viewers, um, listeners know that these are four-member teams who uh, patrol and survey uh, national parks uh, in which the rhinos are found. And for me, meeting the men the, the, who serve in these units—that was the highlight of my trip to Indonesia.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm.
1: Rhinos aside, that was the highlight. Wow. You know, just you know, just like many folks who support IRF, I'd, I'd read about the work done by the RPU's, but I didn't get a true sense of their dedication and their pride. And until I met, met these men face to face and heard them talk about what they do, uh, most of them live many, many miles from the areas that they patrol, so they have to leave their families for days and, and weeks on end and spend it in the field totally vulnerable to the elements so
0: they're they 're not just are, getting up and going going to work and coming home it's,
1: it's no it's not a daily commute wow. it's not a daily commute it's it, it's a long time long periods away from home Amazing. and they are a very rugged group by anyone's measure. I certainly wouldn't want to be in the shoes of Eddie poacher that they happen to catch. <laughs> uh, at the same time, they're fantastic at public relations and they work closely with the local people you know, who are just trying to survive uh, in, a, in a landscape that's shrinking and where humans and wildlife have to exist at close quarters. Mm. So, the members of the RPU teams have to be diplomats in addition to being the law enforcers, and they seem to handle that task very well. Great. Um, we support IRF supports RPUs in three Indonesian parks, um, national parks, uh, Bukit Barisan Selatan, Kambas, and Ujung Kulon. In the first two parks, there hasn't been an intra, uh, incident of Sumatran rhino poaching in the last seven years. Oh, and in Ujung Kulon... Yeah, it's been 17 years since a, a Javan rhino has been killed for its horn.
0: 17. Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely amazing. Love yeah, it.
1: Ad- animals, animals obviously die uh, yeah. uh, of natural causes and are yeah. found dead, but there's not been any evidence uh, that their horns have been removed for poaching. So when you consider what's going on in Africa right now, in southern Africa, in terms of the number of animals being poached, which is more than one a day on mm-hmm. average, yeah, The accomplishment of the in- Indonesian RPU units is, um, is actually very, very impressive.
0: Oh, it's incredible. Fantastic. That is wonderful news. And what do you think makes the RPUs so successful at what they do?
1: I think the reason that they're so successful is that they work according to a very thorough and a very mm-hmm. strategic system. Uh, Their Hmm. routine includes gathering intelligence that helps them anticipate and uh, intercept people who might be engaged in illegal activities, which Mm -hmm. in addition to trapping of rhinos and tigers and other threatened animals also includes such things as logging, fishing, uh, gathering of different forest products.
0: Oh, wow. And by logging, would that be even... This wouldn't be just the individual opportunistic person poking around in the forest, logging. You're talking maybe going up against something pretty formidable there, right?
1: Well, I think it's more, you know, I, I think it is actually more the individual. The small, oh, it is? Uh, okay. Small, small scale, but, you know, oh.
0: it's,
1: it's usually on the perimeters of the park, and it's, oh, okay. it's, it's get in get in, and get out pretty quick.
0: Ah, okay. Uh,
1: but, you know, in the course of patrolling the protected areas, mm-hmm. the are they also conduct surveys for rhinos and other species. They collect evidence, you know, both direct and indirect of their presence.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they're excellent trackers who interpret the animal signs better than anybody I've ever met. Wow. And, and I, you know, I think, again, they're successful because they're, they're multi-talented. They're the police, they're scientists, and they're ambassadors for wildlife, and all that rolled up into one.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's great. And what finally, what can people do to help International Rhino Foundation protect this critically endangered species, these Sumatran rhinos?
1: Well, people anywhere and everywhere can help IRF protect critically endangered rhinos like the Sumatran rhino by supporting programs like the Sumatran Rhino, San- uh, rhino Sanctuary or the RPUs who safeguard the remaining wild populations. Uh, it does cost a good deal to keep these programs running, mm-hmm. and we're always vulnerable to reductions in funding,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: just like many other nonprofit organizations. So, if your mm-hmm. viewers and listeners are concerned about rhinos and are interested in helping, I'd encourage them to visit our website, uh, www.rhinos-irf.org, and consider making a donation. Okay. Um, the unrestricted unrestricted contributions are also very important because they allow us to be flexible and adjust to circumstances as they uh, unfold. Uh, you know, I think as most folks are aware, rhinos, both in Africa and Asia, are facing some pretty serious threats right now. Yeah, and we may need to use every tool in our conservation tool chest to have any chance of saving them.
0: Oh yeah, we certainly do. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Bill, for taking time to talk with us again. It, again, it was a great pleasure to speak with you.
1: Oh, well, it's my pleasure, and um, I, we really do appreciate the opportunity to, to
0: get the word out. Oh, you're quite welcome. You've been listening to Up Close and Personal with Sumatran Rhinos with Bill Constant from the International Rhino Foundation. This is Risha kota Larson with Behind the Schemes.